yeah, getting this thing started. How would you describe what it is that you do? What is fulfilled living? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fulfilled living is really coming from what we can call maybe uh, the fulfilled state. This is a term that I seem to use. Um, and, you know, it's very, very challenging, very, very tricky to put into words. There's nothing that I can compare this to. So it's very difficult to try and translate it into some kind of language. But I think at least what was the experience here, and I think for it's the same for many other beings, is that there's this innate sense of fulfillment that each one of us has within. And it seems that the society has, when we have taken on the collective mind, if you will, the the generational human thought, and we're operating through that, then it seems to create this sense of an unfulfilled state. Mm-hmm. Yeah, And so... And we could also say this is unnatural as well. It is an unnatural state. If we look at the the animals, we look at nature. Everything is operating in a in a pure flow, and everything is complete within itself. Mm-hmm. But only the 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 human being and and you know all of this generational thought that we've all that every being has taken on to some degree has um, seemed to create this sense of an unfulfilled state. And you can see this obviously at play in many people's lives in the way that they're constantly searching for the next thing. And there's always this sense of restlessness, this sense of dissatisfaction. And so what took place here is that was happening. And there was a some kind of something that happened that that flipped that around from this unfulfilled state into this fulfilled state, this overflowing fulfilled state. That's the only words that I can sort of use. And so the, this, this, um, this title of fulfilled living, if you will, is something that came from that. It is to say that if we can access this fulfilled state, then we can begin to actually live a more fulfilled life coming from that state mm-hmm. rather than coming from this this unnatural unfulfilled um state of being yeah. so yeah that's really how the 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 fulfilled living um title came about if you will mm. wonderful so where would you say this unfulfilled unnatural state comes from why are we living so off our rocker, it seems? <laughs> yeah, that's it, isn't it? Um, again, we look at the animals. They're all, they're all operating in, in, in a natural uh, flow of things. And so, you know, this artificial, we've created all of these artificial ideas and, and concepts and it seems that every being takes on this information and then it gets stored as memory. And then people are carrying that memory around with them. They're, they're remembering, they're remembering who they think that they are every, every moment. And as soon as they get up in the morning, they're remembering who they think they are based on the collective generational uh, memory. And, uh, and this is of course artificial. It's uh, made of language. It's all language. And, um, and also it's, of course, images and, and imprints, snapshots that have been taken of, of apparent events that have happened. And then people tend to live through that. And so this seems to somehow obscure this, this fulfilled state almost like a, some kind of veil or some kind of um, like a fog. There's this kind of fog there that's, that's, stopping, that's stopping someone from seeing 
what is actually there, but they can't see what is there because all that they can see is there is this this generational memory which has been stored in the system. Mm-hmm. And so this seem it's a bit like uh if we think of a you know a laptop, if we think of the laptop as the hardware, and then we think of um, the the things you can download onto the laptop as the software. Well, of course, if we download software onto the hardware, then the software can change the way that the hardware functions, and then it's not in its original uh, state anymore. And so I, it seems to be the case with with the the body, is that the body. There's this original natural condition that is there, and then somehow this this all this generational memory is downloaded, taken on, and then the whole functioning of this 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 body starts to operate differently, and a being then experiences through that through that operating that operating software or that operating system. Yeah, and so then it's. Um, a being cannot see there's no way of being in contact with what what is actually here they're only seeing this kind of experience that's being created this kind of dream world experience uh this kind of hallucination almost we could we could say um and and of course what comes from that is is a lot of the unhappiness that people experience and the misery and uh also of course, there can be um, pleasure that comes from that as well, but it's kind of a false pleasure. It's built upon on on false ground, and um, you know, it's really a. I guess we could say an illusion. Illusions are created through this this experiencing through the memory, the collective generational memory. Mm-hmm. So it seems that this is what is. In the way, that's what I came to see here, and and uh, it was a big surprise to uh, to see that, you know. So essentially, through the generations, we got some faulty updates to the operating system. <laughs> there's some bugs that you have to work out, and it's kind of um, taking us away from the pure way of living, the fulfilled way of living which we were originally, I guess, I was going to say programmed for. I don't even know if that's the right word. Just kind of going with the metaphor here. But, you know, we um, we downloaded some, I guess, faulty information to the human mechanism, and it seems to cause suffering from that. So essentially, my next question is, how do we undo that? How do we update to the latest software to become fulfilled? Hmm. Yeah, I mean, we could say also it's almost be- become like a virus. Yeah, in many ways, you know, like mind virus. it's mind virus. Yeah, and um, that's the power of an idea or a concept. It's or a belief. It's taken on, and it can actually infect the whole, literally change the whole experience. Like looking through, looking at things through, you know, red tinted glasses, and then all everything seems like it is red. So, so how can how can a being get beyond that? Well, I would say it's not a case of downloading new software. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's a case of returning back to the original uh, uh, sort of default mode. Yeah, because this, yeah, because this body is, you know, again we look at we have the example always in nature, and we got uh, even children to a certain degree. And um, the purity of what is there in terms of that organism, that body, you know, there's a a powerful intelligence here. This human body is a powerful intelligence that can digest food and turn food into the body itself. I mean, that's just amazing by itself that something can be taken, anything can be taken. you know, people have survived on on the strangest of things. You know, food-wise, it doesn't even have to be something that is necessarily what we would consider healthy. Yeah. Well, the body, the body can take on anything and turn it into the body itself. So the food, obviously, as we know, becomes the body. And so that that is a powerful intelligence that's there that can do that. 
something that the human mind cannot, this generational mind cannot do. And, um, and how right now in this moment, the body is breathing itself, cells are regenerating themselves, stomach is digesting, neurons are firing off in the brain by themselves. There's like countless tasks being performed by this body. And it's all, uh, you know, happening by itself and nobody's doing any of it. Mm -hmm. And um, so when this intelligence is left alone, when it's not interfered with, it's a, it's, it's a, it's a powerful supreme intelligence. And, but we, we've got this idea through the generational memory that we have to change something. We've got to rearrange something. We've got to make it better. We've got to improve something. And, yeah. and, you know, we can see how this plays out in the world with this idea. This is why um, we've strip mined and, you know, you um, used all kinds of resources of the planet. Rather than working with the planet, we work against it. Rather than working with nature, we work against it. Rather than working with the body, we work against it. Um, and it's because of this unintelligent idea that we, ha we are somehow more, we are superior intelligence to nature itself. Mm -hmm. When nature has been taking care of everything all along yeah. and, uh, and always and always is doing. <laughs> so, so it's, it's a case of returning back to that, I would say not to, it's not about uploading any, uh, downloading any new, um, any new software. Yeah. As such. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you can do that with a computer as well. Literally you can restore to a previous state if the, the if the That's current it. state isn't working. So yeah, the metaphor works there. Back to factory default settings. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So on a personal level, how does one, how would you say one approaches this through, you know, basic meditation, slowing down, disconnecting from technology? Where do we start along this path? Mm. Yeah, well, there are approaches that certainly, um, the ultimately, a being has to get beyond this uh, this collective generational thought, and um, the problem is, is that the the being that thinks I can get beyond this generational thought is the generational thought itself. Mm. <laughs> that's the tricky so part. that's the tricky part. So this this one that is um, thinking, okay, I've got to do something to get beyond this is the one itself that is that. And so you, you're faced with that dilemma because it, it's how, how can it get beyond itself? How can it get beyond itself? So somehow, if we're speaking in the absolute sense of it, somehow this has to be seen or somehow you have to be sort of pushed off of this 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 circular pattern of this collective memory and it's like um a moment comes a realization may come where it is seen very clearly that the one that is trying to do something to get away from it is the one itself that is is caught in that in that um very cycle because any movement that's trying, a being is trying to make to get towards it, to get beyond it, is itself just perpetuating it. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it's very, uh, very tricky. Mm. But it's kind of like um, somehow so there must be somehow something must stop. Yeah. And. Um, you see, even, you know, meditation and things like this, there is still a sense of, you know, somebody that's officially, okay, I must do this practice and I must sit and sit here and I must do this technique and I must. So there's always this, this sense of the next thing and I've got to do this thing and, you know, mm -hmm. who's doing this thing, you know? Yeah. 
but ultimately for that to be for it to be completely finished that whole this collective memory to be finished uh it cannot be really approached ultimately like that there has to come a moment where there is a comp uh, somehow a complete stopping a complete cessation of it a complete um giving up of trying to you know do take some step and approach to towards it so to speak yeah yeah. Maybe there can be some little moments of what you might call um, a little taste of it, so to speak. It can be a, a moment or a taste of it. Maybe in in someone in a meditation, somebody has a little taste of that. Maybe through inquiring, investigating, you know, looking at um okay who are, you know what is the nature of what is here what is the nature of this this body that we've just been talking about this organism what is the nature of this generational thought how does it how does it appear how am i how am i uh seeing it how it is appearing for me what are the patterns of it and can i see if i am anything beyond that is there anything here that is beyond that you see, even like, uh, you know, people will say things like, um, you see, I can't compare this to anything. There's no way I can compare it. And the reason I can't compare it to anything, because for each body, it is completely unique, what is being spoken of here. Yeah. It's completely unique. So it cannot be put into a category where it's like, okay, everything is pointing towards this, like it's the same um, you know, it's like completely unique for each living body there. So I can't compare. I can't compare what happened here. I can only use this word "fulfilled state" as some kind of way to communicate it. Mm. Um, so each being must. So each body must somehow come to see that for themselves. But there can be little kind of moments easing into that a moment to ease into that where a being can turn and look and and see is there anything beyond this it's like even the words consciousness and awareness and things like this like people often may say you know well what is there is consciousness or or i am consciousness or all there is is consciousness but but if we even think of that that i mean the word consciousness is just a word you know, it's just a concept, isn't it? Uh, it's another. It's another one of these words within the generational memory uh, system, if you will. Yeah. So, so even that is not suitable. Like if someone says that, they, I mean, that's all. That's just a concept. So they're just back in the world of the concepts again. Yeah, they're just back in the world of mind again, isn't it? Yeah. So it cannot really be understood. It cannot be understood. And this is what makes it again tricky because this generation, this this generational thoughts. Maybe sometimes I call it like a, a psychological uh, self. This psychological self is like trying to use the very same thinking, the very same mind, the very same memory to try and understand what is not the mind. And so, <laughs> you know, it cannot it cannot do that. It's that, that's that's impossible. It's like uh, it's like something finite trying to understand something infinite. Mm. It's like how can the finite understand the infinite? That's a good way to put they, it. They never really meet. They never they never meet together. Yeah. So any of these words that are often used, and then people then what? Uh, sometimes people rest on this assertion, like, "Oh, I am this consciousness," or "I am," you know. I, to me, that's just a concept. So I'd say, well, what is the actual immediate experience of that? You know, yeah. What, what's the immediate experience, which is going to be different for each so-called body, each seeming body, it's going to be different. So, so someone can't tell me that, oh, this, I am this consciousness. So, you know, it's like this, can, can it even be known like that? Yeah. Or is even it a mystery? Yeah, it is a mystery. <laughs> That's really what it is. <laughs> and even the concept of no concept go beyond that concept as well. 
it's go beyond be, that. Yeah, go beyond. It's always the beyond. There's never a moment of figuring it out. But even beyond as well, like, I mean, of course, we can go on and on like this. And, yeah. and, <laughs> yeah. and that's, again, that is part of the trap of the mind. And, and even to say to go beyond is, it's like, well, is, is what is really here beyond? You know, beyond makes it sound like it's like somewhere far away, isn't it? You know, sure. beyond, you got, you got to go far away. You got to, you know, like how much distance is it away? Mm. Uh, <laughs> and so, um, so even that has to be kind of thrown out. And, um, but it, this is the, the limitation of the language yeah, exactly. that is, that is being used. So somehow that has to stop and that has to be seen to be completely ridiculous and, and, and futile and that the mind cannot understand. And sometimes I say that, you know, all that I can understand is that I don't understand anything. I mean, that's like li literally the only thing I can understand is that I don't understand. And so, and so then it's like, well, okay, where do you go from there? Mm. <laughs> it's like, okay, now you've hit a brick wall. So, mm. so where do you go from there? You know? you know, that's, uh, that's some Socrates right there. Yeah. 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 Right. He said, right. He said, uh, all that I know is that I know nothing or, I, yeah. or wisdom is in knowing how little, you know, I think yeah. he said yeah. as well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it. Yeah. 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 But somehow that's the bit seems something, something has to, uh, stop playing that game, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it's like a subjective experiential understanding that isn't something to be figured out per se or computed within the mind stuff. It's just just immediate here and nowness. That's that's it. And there's nothing after that. There's no like trying to figure out this is how it is, go beyond, blah blah blah. Nope, just the magnificence of the here and now. And it obviously goes beyond me explaining it in that way, but that's kind of touching upon the essence. It's like a subjective, just subjective, immediate awe of the moment. Is that a somewhat the, apt description? Even subjective, even subjective. You see, I if we if there is something subjective, then there has to be something objective because the one depends upon the other so so you if if there is an object there is a subject if there is a subject there is an object yeah. and so mm. so i can't even say i can't even say subject either i can't say it's objective i can't say it's subjective so if it's if it's either of those it is there's some kind of distinction there there's some kind of separate separation there um so I can't, if something is subjective, it means there's a, a relationship going on. There's a, a, something is relative, the relationship going on between a subject and an object or a subject and another subject. But again, these are caught up in this, in this, in this pattern of this memory of this, uh, generational thought. And, um, the, the, these senses of like, you know, I mean, what is subjectivity? It's just somebody's thoughts, feelings, ideas of something, right? It's, it's a, it's an actual experience. And so this kind of fulfilled state, which is the, this intelligence that is here that cannot be described by the words. It's like, it cannot really be, it's not an experience, so it can't be a subjective experience. Really, it's beyond the realm of experience because what creates experience is this same memory. Memory creates experience. Because it's like, how do we know that, that you know, like this is a microphone? It's like, you. the only way we can know it is a microphone is we've got to use that information of the language that we have to say, oh, this is a microphone. So you can only, you can only experience this through that language, through that memory that's being then put onto it. Without that, there's no experience. Yeah. There's, there's no experience of it. Mm. 
so so it really what what i what i came to see is it's almost like uh, if we a word that we can maybe use is like a non-experience yeah a non-experience mm-hmm. mm-hmm. so i can't say that it's uh subjective i can't say it is objective objective is the the world of facts right you know into the into our society we would say okay this is something object an objective truth which is really like a what people call a fact everybody agrees this is this or this is that but even that is you need a subject to to come to some conclusion about a so-called object you know or to create an object but then if somebody is still in the sense of being a subject then there's there's this they're in this kind of bubble of experience that we're speaking about as this generational memory yeah well this is how i how, how i uh, describe it mm-hmm. you know it's like it's the memory itself that's generating the experience all that information oh microphone laptop gary christopher chair you know it's like that's create it's then it's painting a picture Mm. this kind of web of of experience and then and that's the subjective experience that somebody's having and this is why you know we have i've heard it said before there's you know there's not one world there's 8 billion different worlds mm. mm-hmm. in a way yeah so we can say that in a relative sense because to me the world is the the world is this mind the world is this generational memory that that uh, is the unnatural state if you will wow. or the unfulfilled state yeah this is powerful stuff i think what's important about what you said is it's a non experience and if one goes and studies buddhist terminology a lot of the terms are negative terms like that and not negative as in like bad negative as in there's not a a solid conclusive idea it's like a non-idea which i guess mm. is better than being at an idea if that makes sense it's something that is you know like non-dual non-duality it's something mm. that negates so would you say this is like the path of negation a sort of path of finding out what you're not you know finding out what, that you're not all the story the, you know the the generational uh the generational hubbub that we tell ourselves it's more so finding out what we're not mhm maybe this is one way it could be looked at maybe another way is to say a being is finding out what they are in the sense of everything that they have experienced themselves to be you know when most people say say i like it is all of this isn't it it is all of the experience it is all of the 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 uh the memory it is all of the um this generational collective thought that is what they are in a sense that is what they are um because that's all that's there so so this is why the question of even you know the word beyond so to speak you know I, I again this is the trickiness of the language but um it's like implying okay there's there's a you there that is beyond this generational memory but what was seen here is that there is nothing there is nothing beyond that generational memory there is there there is nothing there is nothing there that is beyond that generational memory that's why i can't say like uh consciousness or you know all these kinds of things because like that you have to use the generational memory for that yeah yeah so you got to say oh oh what i am is consciousness oh what i am is uh self or what i am is no self or what i am <laughs> right it's like all of these mm-hmm. um things that are trying to be imposed upon it mm-hmm which are all just part of that experience again being locked into that experience again but what i saw here is that there is not there is not uh like a you or an i let's say that is that is other than this generational memory 
if that makes sense. Yeah. See that I mean it might can't make seem, sense. It doesn't make sense, exactly. And that's the thing is if anybody's listening to this and just listening to the words, it's like it only goes so far, man. This it's not like you can listen to a podcast and get it. It might be able to guide one in a sort of direction in one's life, maybe, potentially. Well, we have to recognize that it's all just fingers pointing at the moon. You know, it's all, you're never going to just get it from somebody talking. And that's why sometimes I think while I'm doing these podcasts, we're saying this stuff. It's like, what are we really, what are we doing? You know, <laughs> like, how much more do I have to say? <laughs> just you know? entertainment, isn't it? It's just entertainment. At the end of the day, it really is. I mean, it's better entertainment, I guess, than some TikTok dances, but I don't know. Is it? I guess it is, but. It's just entertainment, like you said. It really is just entertainment at the end of the day. Well, let I me mean, ask you that. Like, what do you um, what do you see? How do you see this as like a service to others, or do you even see this as a service to others? Like, you, you know, everything that you do on your channel, us doing this podcast right now. What are the purpose of? What is the purpose of having these conversations for others and yourself? Like, what? Why do we do this? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's like saying, you know, why does the bird fly? <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah, that's a good way to put it. Why does the bird why does, fly? Why does the bird fly? You know, um, it seems to be its nature. Yeah. And so, you know, this kind of exploration or speaking or, or sharing or is just like you were saying about there's someone doing a TikTok dance. Well, that's their nature. <laughs> to do the TikTok, <laughs> TikTok dance. Uh, it's the nature of this one, maybe, to, to, to speak about this. And also what is being asked of it, what's being asked, asked of it. So like uh, somebody may approach and say, oh, this, this, and this. And then all of a sudden something's coming out and saying, oh, this, this, and this. You know, it's like, it's like just, it's a response. That's what I found is that this, this fulfilled state, if I can use that word, is um, like a pure response. Mm. Whereas yeah. this generational memory is like a reaction. It's all a reaction. An impure reaction mm. rather than a pure response. That's good. Just a reaction from the from this generational thought, right? What's been put into it, the 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 patterns that's been put in there. It's just reacting to everything, reacting, reacting, and like automatic. It's very automatic, very automatic. But uh, but there's something about this organism, the body. There's something about the body and nature that is got its. There's, there's a life to it, obviously. There's an aliveness to it. So there's, there's a response. Not, it's not automatic. It's not, uh, it's not robotic. But the artificial, of course, the word artificial means man-made. The artificial generational memory and thought that has been put in, like software on a program on 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 a on the, on a hardware system is um is reacting to things constantly mm -hmm. it's like a snap a snap reaction mm. and this is what sometimes people can experience is that they feel like something is just out of their control it's compulsive compulsive reactive they just react in this way they always react in that way and this creates this kind of sense of a of a trap or a loop um repeating the same cycles yeah. kind of over and over again. But, but this intelligence, when it's not being interfered with, it's a pure response. There's an alive, an alive response coming out. And so then whatever it does is whatever it does. Mm. So whether it's speaking or, or whether it's um, doing a TikTok, TikTok dance or, um, <laughs> or whatever it may be, you know, that's, uh, that's, that's how it will be. But a lot of what is being done is being done out of that generational thought. 
So like maybe the idea of the TikTok dance, maybe people are doing that because they've seen other people do it and they think that's what is the social thing to do. Yeah. Uh, so they've had that idea implanted in the mind with, and they're living through that experience of that. And so they think, oh, I'm, that's what I must do. Obviously, who they think they are is, is that kind of psychological self of this generational thought. So it's like, oh, yes, I must. How I get ahead in life is I do a TikTok dance. People see me. Maybe I get famous on TikTok or something, and that makes my, my life better. People appreciate me more, uh, love me. Um, and so it's a reaction. Yeah. And these reactions just continue like loops. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So do you feel as though there is some kind of alignment that comes from this pure response? Because I, I guess that's what really matters at this point. Once one gets the realization, truly we change up our actions here to be responsive to the world, more sattvic with the world, and to ultimately create a better world, hopefully, or at least create a better life. I would like to think, I guess what I'm getting at here is, um, you know, our actions seem to change, even though it's not out of reactivity. It's more so, like you said, just a natural flowing response to the comings and goings of the world. Is there some kind of wavelength of natural service that comes about natural love, compassion, just wanting to help fellow human being? Rather than doing TikTok dances, like I don't see you doing TikTok dances anytime soon. Get my point? Like, is there some kind of? Is there some... got a secret account? <laughs> yeah, maybe. Hey, I don't. I'm not judging. <laughs> you know what I mean, though. Is there some kind yeah. of like wavelength that once you get a certain realization about oneself or no self that we um, we take on and bring into the world that you could describe? Hmm. Maybe I could say like, um, if, again, if we go back to the body, it's like if there is a, a cut, uh, if the body is cut, if we cut our hand, it's very natural for us to respond by um, remedying that in some way, you know, like uh, we do put a plaster on, we maybe clean it, put a plaster on it, or we take something that maybe will heal it up quicker or put something on it like honey or something that will heal it up quicker. Um, that's very natural, isn't it? It's just like a natural response. So like, so in the same way, when it comes to maybe like you said, the word service, um, the natural response becomes when we're not being constricted and captured by this generational thought which is taking which is creating a, a different experience that's or creating a, a experience that is pulling people off in in different directions uh there seems to be a natural connection with life what we would call others or the body's nature um and so then that would that seems to would seem to inform then a different approach to things uh, very natural like just in the same way of if there's a cut here then you tend to it because it's just a natural response to do it because it's seen as a part of your own body a reflection right so in the same way here if there is someone if there is another body over here that is suffering or is in pain or something then there is like uh, it's the natural response of this one to go and do what it can yeah. as best it can mm -hmm. or to do something to do with nature or what you know it's to tend to it because it's tending to itself in a sense right? it's yeah. just tending to itself mm -hmm. um because really again when we look at this generational thought it's creating all these divisions and separations where there are no divisions and separations. So once that has, once that's been kicked off, then, um, 
then this reconnection is kind of there. That natural connection is there, is felt. And so, and so that can then inform a being. It becomes a response from a being in which then they would seem to be serving, but it's not a big deal. It's not like, uh, I'm going out in the world and I'm going to serve people and I'm going to like, uh, you know, um, be of service in the world. It's like, no, it's just a natural thing. It's like, well, of course you would, just like you would do something for your family, just like you would tend to a cut on your hand or something going on in the body. Well, of course you would help another body or do something here, do something there. So in other words, it seems to me that it's just a natural, a natural response. Yeah. So it takes you on to a different, so it does take you, it would seem that it would likely in some way, shape or form, it will take a being onto a different trajectory, so to speak. Yeah. I you know, so. mm -hmm. maybe doing a TikTok dance might be something that he's serving others. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it's entertaining, I guess, maybe for some people. So, uh, you know, but whether or not he's, whether or not it is coming from that place, maybe it is more coming from this place of this generational thought, that psychological self that is saying, if I do this, I'm going to get something from it. Yeah. People are going to like me. Yeah. I'm going to get a lot of views, become TikTok famous and, and so on. I'm just using that as an example because you brought it up. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I get it. We'll run with it. We'll run with that one. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> so you say that's one of the biggest differences is the I'm doing this so I can get this. Even though mm. that does come along, the fruits of one's labor still comes along. But it's the one of the differences, at least, is doing things not for the fruits, just maybe just the doing. One becomes just the doing. Mm. Well, it it can be no other way when the the generational thought has ceased yeah. in a being. Because because without that, then all there is is just the natural response of this of this living organism. All there is is a and in the and, and and using that term fulfilled, it seems to be pointing to the fulfilled state. Obviously, it's pointing to that a being is naturally fulfilled, so they don't need any. They don't want anything. Yeah. yeah. Um, they, they don't want anything. So so it's not like okay, I am going to do this to get this from you or to do it because it fulfills an idea that I have of myself, an opinion of myself, like I'm a good person or I'm a spiritual person or, or whatever. Mm. Um, it's like, no, it's just, you ju it's just, all there is, is just the action. Yeah. It's just a pure action there. But uh, through that psychological self, which is part of that generational thought, uh, it is like always saying, I am doing this to get something. Mm -hmm. So I am doing it as this psychological self, I am doing it and I'm doing it to get something. Yeah. Uh, and I won't be fulfilled until I get that something. You got it. And I won't be fulfilled until I, I, I get something. And yeah. so of course that is the unfulfilled state because by, just by that very thought, that he's saying, I will do something to get something. It's already showing there that it's unfulfilled. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Straight away right there. Yeah. And it, and it can be no other way because that is what he's blocking. That, the, that is the one that is in the way of the natural fulfillment that is already there. Yeah. You know, it, it seems to have started young when, you know, I remember when I was uh, at school, uh, there were two questions that I were asked, that I was asked at school. And um, the one question was, what do you want to be when you grow up? And what do you want to do when you grow up? Uh, seems like harmless enough questions, but what the question seems to be implying when it was asked is like, you're not already enough as you are. You're inadequate in some way. So you've got to do something more. This moment is not enough. You got to do something more and you're not enough. You got to be something more. And so if that gets taken on as an idea, 
as a belief, then that very idea itself is the one that is then creating the sense, the experience of being unfulfilled. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and this seems to be done at a young age to all the, uh, all the kids. I think so. Yeah. I would say just the entire schooling system instills that. Hmm indirectly or directly with that question it instills that idea of you're not enough yeah yeah you gotta yeah. pass a test you gotta be accepted socially you're not enough yeah it's just the whole school man i don't know yeah uh. and the school system also is uh another big thing that is part of this generational thought is the uh approval yeah you gotta you got to do this, pass this test, and then we will give you approval. And so then kids are learning as they go out, then oh, I've got to get approval from the world. I got to do a TikTok dance to get approval from the world. So uh, that's going to be the theme throughout the whole of this conversation is the TikTok dance. But, <laughs> um, <laughs> but no, this is what it is. So this is part of this generational, generational thought, you know, yeah. and it's creating this, Again, it's like it's a hallucination. Yeah, it's it's a hallucination, but it's a movie going on inside. It's a movie going on inside the body, so to speak. Uh, and then there is a sense of someone being the main character of that. They're the main character of this hallucinated movie that they're experiencing in the head, mm -hmm. mm. and all of that is a fabrication of the generational thought that has been taken on and that is being remembered constantly, remembered, remembered, put together constantly yeah. from the moment that a being wakes up. Yeah. So, and then built into that is naturally an unfulfilled state, mm. being unfulfilled. Somehow that has to, uh, that spell has to be uh, broken. Yeah. If, if a, if a, you know, if a being doesn't want to, feel unfulfilled, yeah. which I would yeah. say most beings don't want to feel unfulfilled. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's why they're doing everything that they're doing because the, uh, they think that one day that will bring the fulfillment. Yeah. Career relationship, the next material possession, um, the next vacation, even spiritual path, you know, yeah. like it's all one day I get there and then I will be fulfilled. Yeah. Maybe this, Oh, maybe that. Nope. Maybe, maybe this. It's all a bunch of maybes. Maybe, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Which is just an idea in the head. It's just, uh, it's just their idea that they've taken on in there, but it's not even their idea. It's what they, it's what has been taken on from the outside, but then it's been, um, it's replaying. They're yeah. giving it, it's being given weight, you know, through that psychological self. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Good stuff. Wow. Um, yeah. I don't really know what else to say, to be honest with you. I don't know where else. <laughs> it's tricky where to go from it, isn't it? You yeah. Know? I don't know what else we can say. Mm. I think we can probably start to wrap this thing up. I mean, do you have anything else that you want to say relating to this? Mm. Well, I would say that, that, the 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 to come to a certain point of understanding which is that understanding that i can't really truly understand but i can get a sense of i can get a sense of seeing what the issue is so to speak um and then to be open to be open to the possibility of of stopping that because really what's happening is there's a constant engagement in that process. As I said, from the moment a being wakes up, they're remembering who they think they are. So is there a way to stop engaging with that? Sometimes I say it's like, you know, you're on a, there's a train and you stood on the platform and the train comes, pulls up to the platform, the doors open. Do you get on the train or do you not get on the train? To get on the train takes some effort. 
But to not get on the train does not take any effort. Mm. You know, because you're already not on the train. Yeah. <laughs> what is not the generational thought is already not on the train. So, so to refrain from getting on the train, so to speak, which means just simply not engage. Mm. So, uh, being always, so there, there is always, uh, a being does not have to engage with this generational thought. Yeah. First, it has to be noticed. If a being can, if it cannot be noticed, then it just goes on and on and on because as far as, as far as anyone is concerned, they are that generational thought. They are that psychological self, which is made of that generational thought. Mm -hmm. The I, me, my, these are the kind of mantras that play in the, in the mind, me, my, and I, you know? And, um, so a being can notice that first and foremost, and then they don't have, they, they don't have to engage with that. Mm -hmm. yeah, they don't have yeah. to engage with that. And that's the, st that's the stopping there. The, the stopping. Stop. Chill. Just, just simply stop. Simply stop. Yeah. Take a step back. Yeah. Notice the train and refrain from the train. Mm. This is it. See, it even rhymes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's meant to be. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that's a really great note to wrap this thing up at. Oh, I don't know what else to say. I really appreciate you coming on here, sharing your time, effort, and wisdom with us. Keep on keeping on. Keep doing your thing. Give away with words. Very powerful, direct. I don't know. Something special in the way that you speak. So keep on doing your thing. And that's it. Wish you all the best. Thanks, Gary. Pleasure, joy to be with you. You keep doing what you're, you're doing as well. I like what you're doing with the interviews and such and the videos. And uh, yeah, thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you, man. Peace and love to everybody that listened this long. Peace and love.